Welcome to the Cinema Rat, where we celebrate the greatest and worst in Hollywood films and their most self-indulgent, narcissistic actors, directors, and producers. Here, we will laud and malign Hollywood's seedier elements with levity and humor. They love cinema as much as anyone does. They've been talking about it for over 30 years. Time to get trashy. Here's Gregory and May. Hello, everybody. This is Gregory, and welcome back to another episode of the Cinema Rag. I hope you're doing well today. Today, we're going to talk about two actors who I think are kindred spirits. They're almost twins, and, and really, they're only two years apart in their age. And this is going to be Jesse Eisenberg and Anna Kendrick. Now, I've mentioned, or May has mentioned, one of these actors in the past. Uh, I'll a spoiler alert. One of these is mentioned in the Overrated Actors two-part series. So you might want to check that out. And I have mentioned Anna Kendrick before in a previous episode talking about Rebel Wilson. And I thought it'd be good to do an, a joint episode on these two actors because to me, they're exceedingly similar. And to me, they're both exceedingly grating and annoying. Now, no offense to these guys because I've never acted. So I don't know what it's like to memorize words and regurgitate them or ejaculate them out of my mouth. I don't know what it's like. I think it does require some talent. And in particular with Kendrick, Kendrick can sing. A lot of her filmography are movies in which she is singing, either animated or otherwise. So I'm not necessarily attack attacking their talent. I personally don't have either of these people on my overrated actors lists. And I likely would not do an Emperor Has No Clothes episode on either of these people. But that being said, I find both of these guys to be exceedingly obnoxious. And look, I don't know them personally, so all I can say is how they come across on the screen. And I think both of them have this personality that I think is best described as neurotic, quick-speaking, frenetic, jittery, but also cerebral. And I think you can certainly give that to Eisenberg. Eisenberg has made a career out of he is Jewish, so he, he kind of has that quintessential Jewish neurosis going, a la Woody Allen, a la Larry David, and I think he portrays that really well. He is intense, as you've seen, of course, in his seminal movies like The Social Network. You would definitely see that, and I think he is talented. He got Academy Award nomination for that, if I'm not mistaken. But even in, in all of his movies or his TV shows, he's on uh, Hulu's Fleshman is in Trouble. I think it's FX and Hulu, which is a pretty successful show that came out last year. And I've seen a couple episodes. I think it's fun. I think if you are a man of a certain age and a divorcee, you can certainly relate to that show. And I would give props to the show. I think it is a good show. But it just reminds me that, that Eisenberg is just the same in every role that he does, even if it's something like Adventureland, which is, I think, a cute movie. Kristen Stewart, I think, does a good job in that. I I, I, I don't know if she's got talent yet. I don't know. At least she's, she's trying with the, the Princess Diana movies and some other things. So at least kudos to her for trying. But if you look at him in The Squid and the Whale, if you look at him, of course, in Social Network, if you look at him in Adventureland, even in Zombieland, even when he tries to do comedies, uh, even when you see him in Now You See Me, which is kind of the, the magic the magic movie, 
it's essentially him playing the sum role where he is typically kind of a loser, social misfit, but intelligent. So if you're trying to cast for a neurotic, cerebral, erudite, loser, kind of a loser, then Eisenberg's your man. Eisenberg does not have classic good looks, and he is short. He is not a tall man. I think he's like 5'7", and he's not classically handsome. So he just has this persona of, of intensity, and May talks about his role in the Superman movies as he plays Lex Luthor as a good role that he does. And look, I, I, I think he's great in Social Network. I think he... I don't think he's he's imitating Mark Zuckerberg, but he's doing kind of a ripoff of, of of Zuckerberg. And he's a good actor. It's just he's annoying. I find him to be annoying. It's hard for me to want to watch a movie or television show that's got Eisenberg in it with a, a lot of amounts of him in it. Kendrick is similar in ilk in that Kendrick is another neurotic, fast-talking actress. Now, I don't think she comes off as cerebral in her roles, but they're both similar in that they're both just really grating and obnoxious and fast-talking. And I remember seeing Kendrick probably first in the Twilight movies, and I've seen all the Twilight movies. She has a very small role in the entire series, but she plays kind of like the I guess the orbiter of Bella in the first movie where she's kind of trying to help Bella, the new girl, kind of adjust in forks. And she plays kind of like the, the head of the student council and kind of the, the type A overachiever, which is Kendrick's specialty. Kendrick plays the kind of stressed out, frenetic, and I know, I know I've used that word a couple of times, go-getter type in all of her movies. And... The way she talks and delivers her lines, I just find to be annoying. Up in the Air is probably the movie where she got the most attention. I believe she did get an Academy Award for that nomination. And she does a good job, but it, that movie is, what, 10 years old now? And if you look at it, I mean, we thought at the time Kendrick's pulling a role there. And it's kind of like what I talked about with May with Angelina Jolie. It's like, no, that's just Anna Kendrick. But at the time, or with Rebel Wilson... We thought, oh my God, what? she's amazing in Bridesmaids. And then you just realize, no, that's just Rebel Wilson. Or I, I wouldn't even say the Pete Davidson thing because Pete Davidson's Pete Davidson all the time. So Kendrick is fine and up in the air because that type of role is what's needed. What she delivers and brings as an actress is what's needed for that character that she portrays in that movie. And I think that's why she got some some buzz on that movie now she's probably most famous for the pitch perfect trilogy and i think she's fine as becca it's not like that movie was really made for me and i have seen the first one a couple times when it came out and my daughter likes the cup song like a lot of girls her age like and i think she's she's winning as that kind of role of the kind of i don't care i'm too cool for this and then inadvertently gets sucked into it and she, I think on some level in that movie, lowers the kind of neurotic, obnoxious part of her to the point where you can actually somewhat like her character. But if you look at the majority of her movies, including Trolls, 
if you look at the most of her movies, she kind of plays that same role of just annoying, annoying go-getter, quick talking. So if it's like get a job or the movie Mr. Right, which is, which is a really strange movie where she has a relationship and falls in love with Sam Rockwell's character who's an assassin. It's just a particular, just a weird movie. If you look at that movie, if you look at A Simple Favor, which is a movie she does with Blake Lively, where Blake Lively is kind of this elusive, mysterious, beautiful woman who disappears, and then there's repercussions. She's kind of like the orbiter friend of the more beautiful Blake Lively character. And it's the same thing. She plays the same role in everything. And then she got the HBO Max television show Love Life. I have seen the first season of that when I had HBO Max. And again, you know, I she's Anna Kendrick. She's Anna Kendrick. So look, I think she has talent. She did Into the Woods. She sings in Pitch Perfect and she sings in Trolls. Um, I don't really put a lot of credence looking at animation movies because it's like half of the acting is no longer needed when you're when you're doing animation. I know you got to put more emphasis on your voice, blah, 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 blah. But come on. Let's be real. So what would I say about these two actors? I think they have talent. But just because you have talent doesn't mean you're watchable. And the fast talking neurotic spiel that they do is not palatable. And I'm not saying that neither of these people are going to have careers. I think Kendrick's career is shorter simply because she's a woman and she's already in her late 30s. And so she's phasing out of that kind of, if she was a leading lady, uh, that phase. Also, she's not classically handsome or classically beautiful, I should say. And she's 5'2", so she's short, not classically beautiful. And just the shelf life of Hollywood actresses is pretty short and she's already 37. So it's not like she's going to totally disappear, but I think her movie career is going to dry up and I think she's probably going to do more uh, streaming stuff or maybe do Love Life or find some eventual sitcom, kind of like Anna Faris did with Moms or something like that. Now, Eisenberg, I think his career will, will linger and continue because he can be a character actor. He can, he can, and he's good in that. He's the same in every movie on one level, but there is a a role for him. There is a job for him and he's talented enough where he can parlay that, that kind of intensity that he brings that cerebral intensity. There's always going to be a role for him in that regard. So I don't think Eisenberg is going anywhere at all. I just want to do an episode on him and Kendrick because I just find them both to be annoying. And look, that's just me. There's going to be a lot of people that think he's a brilliant actor and that she's a great actress and singer. More power to you. That's great. My opinion is just just for me, just like I don't like rooms with bright fluorescent lights because I'm photosensitive. Just for me, I don't like watching Kendrick and Eisenberg on screen. That's for me. And I think they're very similar in a lot of ways in the way they present their acting. Guys, I'll post a poll over at the Cinema Rag Facebook group, and you can let me know what you think of these two actors. Until next time, take care, God bless, and pray. Thanks for listening to the Cinema Rag. Please post an honest review on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcast. Check out the episode notes to visit our website and to make a donation. Lastly, follow the rag today. Until next time.